Welcome to the Public Speaking Experts Podcast with Elliot Kay and Jose Yukar. Every week we bring the tips, tools, and strategies for you to become a world-class public speaker. We bring you guests, experts, and authorities in the field of public speaking to enrich you and enhance your public speaking journey. Remember to subscribe, rate, and comment. And now, please welcome your hosts, Elliot and Jose. It is Monday, and we are recording another episode. And this one is truly epic. I mean, this is this is this episode is so epic that I've said it at least four times already in the first ten seconds. That's how epicable it is. And I wonder how many things I can say with epic in them. What isn't epic is, unfortunately, I have a co-host called Jose. Uh, and you know, the good thing about today is that the good news is we don't have to listen to Jose talk a lot because we've got an incredible guest. Now, I'm so, sure Jose is thinking take, I'm the same take a about call. Me. I'll see you later. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. So now we can have a really serious episode. Hello, I am super, super excited because I know that the, the guest we have today is a, he's actually on a call. He's actually on a call. He's an incredible <laughs> artist. He's a creative. He's a personality. He's a figure. And I'm not talking about Jose, actually. Uh, I'm talking about a guest who we'll introduce shortly. But Jose, we finally, after months, if not years, knocking down doors, smashing down walls, we finally got our guest. How are you today, Jose, by the way? <laughs> oh, after after everything you've given me, I'm actually much better. I missed, I missed this. I missed all of this. I missed it so much that I don't think I will turn up next Monday. But there we go, people. I love you. Are you sure? Uh, that's what I wanted to hear. Now, now, now you, you're playing it right, Ellie. You're playing it right. You're playing the right <laughs> instrument. Yes. Te amo. Te amo. Te amo. Te amo. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Elliot K. Have you, well, have you, you had a good you, day you said... so far? It's, it's been a good day. Yes. The weather is nice and it's been epic as well. So going back to the epic, 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 epic souls that we have in our lives. And I'm very excited about today's guest because he was playing hard to get. Remember the messages we used to get in the past? Yeah, guys, I'm, know, yeah. I'm so busy for you, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Jose, I love you. All of that lip service, you're amazing. But no, I cannot be with you guys. And and it, it was just, you know, I, 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 at, at some point I thought it wouldn't happen. But yes, it did happen. So are we going to introduce this, this incredible person I think person you should. Today, I really or think you should. You a a part of me wanted to start the episode with my chair turned round and then to turn it round. But I thought logistically well, we, my, we can, my we can, headphones we can still will get do it. Well, we can't. You, a, you don't have a chair. B, I just thought my headphones will get all tangled and it'll just look clunky. Um, but I'm going to leave you to introduce our man of the hour. So <laughs> for those of you listening on the podcast, just so you understand what's happening, is Jose's just turned his back. But there's a significance to that. Jose, maybe you want to intro and explain why we wanted to turn around with our chairs. Yes. And, well, a little bit of background. We met on Clubhouse, and the first time I heard this gentleman, I thought, wow, what a lot of BS. No, I'm only joking. That wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> the first reaction. My first, <laughs> My first reaction was, wow, I mean, what, what a deep soul. He's got an amazing voice, by the way, but the first reaction, the impression was, wow, I mean, powerful words coming from a powerful place. So I love that. And even though it was only audio, I really wanted to then go and connect with him. We started talking and then we invited him to the to the clubhouse that we that we run together or that we were running. Now I'm not running it there, but no, hey, that's a different story me. for another day. We won't day. go there right now. We won't go there. Exactly. We, let's not go there. Let's, <laughs> let's not go there because we are, we are, we are, we are on a high right now. Elliot, come on. I'll sing you a song in a moment and we, I'll, we'll sing together. I don't we'll want you to duet. sing me anything. People. <laughs> but it's okay. Let, let me, let me introduce our guest today. Okay. Are we going to get okay. to that point at some point? Okay. Get, get to the, yeah, get to the point at some point. So I said point like three times. So people, then we got into conversations and then Manny Cabo, who's apart from an incredible human being, family man, he's very good looking as well. He's got an incredible voice, an artist, a singer, a performer, a speaker. He's everything. 
he also was one of the finalists at The Voice, La Voz or La Voz, depending on, you know, where, where you're coming from with regards to your Spanish. And he, Elliot is giving me like a four. As in he had a four chair turnaround. Four. Not okay, one. Okay, yeah. Most so he people got, he got one. He had four. That's how incredible an achievement that is. Not, not, not one person turned so four times. It. Yes. Okay. Well, but I, so haven't got, I, haven't got, I haven't got four people, so you got the gist of it. So welcome, Manny Cabo, to the show, Yay. hermano. What a pleasure to have you here all the way. Are you, where are you today? Come on. Whoa, Manny! Manny! Yeah, Manny, you, you are, legend. I don't even welcome know why. to the Public Speaking Expert Podcast. I appreciate it, man. It's it's an that honor being here. I don't even know intro. why you guys need me. You guys have enough comedy shtick to go on for for months right now. I'm just I'm just an innocent bystander watching you guys perform. This is great. I love being entertained, well, man. You know, Manny, that you do raise a good point, but you know that means after you know we basically we we record these in a row, and I'd have to listen to him right. for at least three more recordings, and that would just be like pow, oh. like, drive me insane. So the only real reason we so have guests caveat. is not because we're interested in them. Say again, Manny? No, I said that's a caveat. I get it. I understand. Exactly. It's just yeah. to kind of give my ears a break, really. That's the only reason. No, sure. of course not. <laughs> Listen, we are dying to dive into that incredible brain of yours. Uh, and to get, you know, when you used to come into Clubhouse, you know, the words, the wisdom, the strength, the passion you have just blew us all away. And we're like, we've got to get this guy on the podcast. Uh, and that's why you're on the podcast, and not only because of your achievement, because wh who you are as a human being. So well, that means uh, that's really why you're here. So, Jose, do you want to kick you off with your first question? Brother, I, I don't want to ask you a question. I, I want you to sing to me a little bit. But please, well, not, not British you. accent. No British yeah, accent. Yeah, no, no, not in British accent. Um, <laughs> or shall we, shall we sing to Elliot Sinosdehan? Quickly, just, a, just the first beat or something. Well, that, that's, a, that's a very nice song. Uh, is that the one you sang, Manny, or was it another one from Luis Miguel? Uh, oh, no. Historia de un amor. The history of ah, love. Historia of, de un amor. history of a love, I should say, yeah. Oh, but then I also wow. did uh, Mi Viejo San Juan, too. So I'd be more than happy to sing we something. We might have to pay him, like royalties. And yeah, Have you checked the legalities of asking him to sing? You know? This could be a there we go. I haven't. I haven't. I, I just. I just wanted to sing to you with Manny today, Elliot. Sorry, the song is <laughs> oh. not for me, really. Sing, sing to the audience. <laughs> Jeez, I could maybe actually. Maybe we do uh... that at the end. Should we do that at the end? Uh, hold, hold on a second, Elliot. You, you okay. asked me to ask a question, and we always go with <laughs> questions. And I thought, why don't we change things around a little bit? And then, if Manny, if that's okay, if you don't want to sing, then don't no, sing because listen. you're gonna be singing. You're gonna be singing with me, so you're ready for that. Oh no! Singing with you, huh? Hey, listen, I'm up for the challenge. You know, you can never turn down. This is what we do. This is what we do. So I'm always good. All gay. right. Over to you guys. This is a first, the singing duet on the Public Speaking Expert podcast. Let me introduce Jose Ocaro Manny Cabo. So, Manny, are we going to go Historia de un Amor? If you, if you start, I follow you. I'm sure your voice is going to get rid of mine in the background. But, hey, I'll, I'll bring the passion. I'll bring the heart as well. All right. I'll start it off. You ready? I'm ready, buddy. Thank you. Here we go. Ya no estás más a mi lado, corazón. En el alma solo tengo soledad. Y si ya no puedo verte, porque Dios me hizo quererte para hacerme sufrir más. Siempre fuiste la razón de mi existir. No, I lost it. <laughs> Adorarte was... para mí fue religión. There we go, Manny. Thank you so much, brother. Woo! Oh, my God. I'm that was good, okay. man. That was good. That was good. Yeah, and you know, that's right. early. We, we, most singers, we don't like to sing before, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. But for you guys... Not a problem, man. I'm up. Oh, I'm always up for the challenge. Gosh. I'm impressed, <laughs> well, Jose. There, yeah. there we go, Elliot. There we go. I Over to you, my friend, to start coffee. with a question. Nice job, wow. Jose. Nice I'm not job, sure where man. we go from here, but, you know, well done. That's a first. Obviously, incredible. And you, Jose. I've got to say, I'm very impressed. So, Manny, tell us a little bit. Um, obviously, it's a public speaking expert podcast. And what we really want to do is empower speakers globally to really go out there, not only be, not only be great speakers, but to mm. speak your greatness. Exactly. And so... 
for someone that I feel obviously has got themselves out there, put themselves out there, is putting themselves out there, someone who's kind of on the front of always being creative, why don't we start with some of the challenges you might face being in that space, you know, because you've got to stay current, you've got to stay at the front, otherwise you're redundant, Mm. right? You've got to stay in people's eyes and ears, otherwise you're forgetful. I'm not saying you are, but you know what I'm saying? Like the reality of the industry you're in. So if we took that to people on this path, if we we draw the parallel between speaking and music, for example, Mm. what are some of the challenges you faced and how have you overcome them on this journey? That's definitely a loaded question, but certainly an amazing one. So thank you for that. As an artist, now see, I can only speak for myself because, you know, there's a lot of components and layers to me. You know, I'm a singer, I'm a photographer, and also a podcaster. So juggling three separate careers as an artist, it's bad enough juggling one, you know, because Uh you know how it rolls. You you have to be somewhat omnipresent, right? But don't get get fooled by the, uh, the culture of busy. Being busy and this isn't necessarily a good thing. You have to be very strategic. So for me, uh, what I figured out was, and this is for every speaker or every artist or somebody who's kind of trying to establish a brand, you have to be very clear on what your message is. Whatever that truth is, you have to be very, very clear about it. Because we all know rule number one is a confused mind will never buy. Same thing applies as an artist. You know, you have to embrace a specific genre. Now, that doesn't mean you can't sing other genres, but you have to have your own ethos, your own ecosystem, a fan base, people that follow and support you, because these are the essentially individuals that will sustain your career. So with that being said, my message, and this is the one thing that was a huge issue for me, how does Manny Cabo combine all of these three talents into one, right? So I said, wait a second. So I'm an artist. I am a musician, first and foremost. That's my true passion. And when I talk about music, I don't speak from the brain. I speak from the heart. That's when you know you're in it. So after being counseled by so many great influencers and branding specialists, uh, I came to the conclusion that, okay, well, I'm a musician. So what I do now with my photography, I help artists brand their vision, right? With my podcast, I help empower, educate, and entertain musicians. And with my music, well, that's a pretty self-obvious run. I entertain and I, I please their audible sense, but also their visual sense with my live performances and with my music. So my message is clear. I'm an artist for the artist, especially in my space. And that was hard to come by. And that's where a lot of artists have this constant battle because I don't know what I'd like. And I like to do this, but I will say this as well. This is huge. There is a huge caveat here. We as musicians, or whatever it is, whatever, an artist, a painter, a a sculptor, it doesn't matter. You have to do the work. You know, you have to put in the reps. So many artists out there, they want the success. They want the accolades. They want that clout. But there's a lot of late nights and early mornings, right? A lot of self-indulgent with respect to understanding your knowledge, cultivating your craft. You know, when I hire someone, or rather, when somebody pays me and I get hired to do a job, I'm not charging them for the job. I'm not charging them for the performance. I'm charging you for the 20, 25 plus years of those endless and grueling hours of cursing my ass off, you know, because this <laughs> is difficult. If you're in this industry for success, I'm going to tell you right now, you can quote me, do something else, because in this industry, you have to work. You have to figure out a way of being omnipresent strategically. That doesn't mean get on every major platform. Like I have no business being on LinkedIn. I have no business being on certain other applications. My jam is TikTok and Instagram, right? It's more visual, more audio oriented. It makes perfect sense. The problem is many people spend time where their audience is not located. And that could be anything. It could be a Facebook group. You could really double or triple down on one specific platform and do that. You're better off doing that than spreading yourself thin. So, I mean, like I said, this is a loaded question, and there's certainly yeah. tons of opponent, uh, components that we could address, but I think that's the, that's the key. I think you have to have a very clear Absolutely. message as to who you are. Oh, and one last thing. The biggest thing that you can give your audience isn't love, isn't appreciation. Those are integral parts, yes, but it's authenticity. You have to be authentic with your audience. 
audience will smell BS a mile away. And it's so difficult being somebody that you're not for 24 hours a day. It's exhausting and it'll catch up to you. So I hope that serves you. It's incredible. I mean, there is, and I purposely wanted to start with a loaded question because what I wanted to see is how we unpack that. So if I unpack mm. it, obviously you having a core message, knowing your why, uh, I think mm. is essential, as you're saying, and authenticity. It's exhausting yeah. being someone you're not. I love that. Jose, are you taking note? It's exhausting being something you're not. Just saying. Hashtag. Just saying. Yes, Over yes. Uh, the power the power of projection, I would say, on that one. Thank you very much, Elliot. Manny, buddy, I think out of everything, I need to go back to authenticity mm. as human beings. Because then once we become authentic and comfortable in our own shoes, yeah. it's not to say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I mean, maybe struggle in the sense that not everyone is going to like us, but then the people who like us, they won't just like us, they'll love us as well. And we will love them yeah. back. So going back to that niching down in a way, I really like that explanation. And it got me, it got me thinking as well, you know, the times I haven't delivered the best version of myself, it hasn't been down to the content. It's actually it's been down to me thinking or trying to be mm. something else or portray something different. So powerful for people listening to this, people watching, you know, catching up with a, with a replay. Think about authenticity. And I wanted to ask you, Manny, then around that topic, yeah. how, how do you know you've been authentic? And if you're still kind of finding yourself, because you know what it's like, and I, I like to believe that I'm refining myself on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. But when, when you're starting out in a new career, a new path, how, how do you find yourself? Because it's easy to say, yeah, be authentic. And it's become a bit of a cliche. Yeah, be authentic. You need to be yeah. authentic. Yeah. How, how is it you being authentic? How do you find that authenticity? And how do you stick to it? Over to you, bro. It's really simple. You know, one of the things, I sleep great at night. I have no ambivalence whatsoever. I don't have to remember <laughs> what I said to somebody else. Because guess what? I just told the truth. It's so much easier when you tell the truth because you don't have to go back in your archives and be like, oh, man, what the hell did I tell Jose? What did I tell Elliot? I just... That's part number one. Secondly, we're, everyone is so consumed with this cancel culture. And unfortunately, it's a supremacy culture, right? And my advice to everyone out there is stop attaching your emotions to arbitrary outcomes. You have to attach your emotions and your passions to the things that you enjoy doing, right? And... Be so busy focusing on improving yourself that nothing else matters. See, when I was on The Voice and La Voz, I got more hate comments than I did praise comments. And the first thing that they tell you on these shows is don't read the comments. The comments. You know, they try to engrave that. Don't read the comments. Because we musicians, most of us anyway, are very emotional creatures. And I think, I think the whole planet at some point or another, right, become emotional with comments that don't really align or resonate with them. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you. That's the best thing that you want. Could you imagine how boring this planet would be if we all liked the same things, if we all accepted the same things? <laughs> you can't. You, you have to accept these diverse responses of you. And I got to tell you a funny story real quick, and I'll move on, and I'll land my plane with this. I remember, I said, you know what? I will respond. But I'm very secure. I don't really care what people think about me. I never did. So I went in and I responded to all these people that had these hateful comments like, oh, he's a has-been. He's a never was. What's this 45-year-old guy doing competing with 18-year-olds? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good, right? <laughs> so I literally would – my rebuttal was, hey, let's for, for sake of argument, hey, Mark, hey, man, I'm sorry you felt that way, dude. I, I did the best I really could. Was there something that you saw that could help my career because I appreciate good and bad inputs? And most of the time, you know what they said? Oh, dude, I, I didn't even think you'd respond to me, bro. I thought it was great. But, you know, I just wanted to, you know, join the crew. And I thought that was so fascinating. You see how influenced people are? Some people are just crying for attention. And you know what? They, they became my fans. And they're like, dude, just the fact that you reached out to me, I feel like a total ass for even saying that, bro. But thanks for getting back to me. So if we're confident with each other, if we face these fears that we have, guess what happens? We disarm the intensity of them. Again, it's in the reps. People that are terrified to be in front of the camera. Guess what? The more you're in front of the camera, the more you get acclimated to being in that space. You have to do the work. 
And that comes with being insecure or secure. Everything is all relative. And you notice how I keep highlighting this. Do the work because anything you want to improve on, anything that you want to gain, whether it's an accolade, whether it's financial rewards, you do the work. And chances are you're going to greatly increase the percentages of attaining that end result. That's my superpower. I work hard, but I work smart. So there's a difference. Elliot, buddy, please just give, give a round of applause. Give a round of applause to Manny, one of those super sounds that we have. That was fantastic. We need to get a mic drop. We need to get a sound uh, effect quick, of mic drop. Quick, quickly, there was, there was something. I mean, I love the, the whole answer. There is one thing. I mean, the fact that you went back to these people which speaks highly of you, but I also strongly believe that the quality of our questions are going to dictate the quality of our lives and our relationships. So yeah. it's not just getting back to them, but actually asking questions in a way that could even help you get better. So, right. you know, feedback, the breakfast of champions that Elliot likes to say so often, that's very powerful. Elliot, over to you, buddy. I'm, I'm loving this money. Gracias, amigo. Thank you for being here with us today. Oh man, no, the pleasure's all mine. I love this. Peter, where are you? I'm on Riverside, mate. That, that's, <laughs> that's my that's, that's my Jose's attempt to have a British accent. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to dive into your British accent in a minute, and soon we'll have a little commercial break. Just talk about, you know, our, our normal sponsorship and things like that. It's interesting. You talked about the cancel culture. And there's so many parallels. This is why I knew you'd be an amazing guest between being an artist and a performer and being a speaker. So everything you're talking, you could just replace artist performer with speaker. Literally, just cut it out and drop that in. Which is why I knew this would be an incredible interview. What I've noticed, and I'd be interested to see what you think about this, there's the rise in the council culture, but there's also, to me, a rise in the entitlement culture. I don't know if you spotted that. So a couple of years ago, I don't know if you noticed about me, but many moons ago, I used to be a professional dancer. I started really late. I started when I was 21. I trained, and then I, I had a bit of a career as a dancer, and then uh, got injured. Typical story, found my a different path. And then a couple of years ago, I really wanted to come together and do a fusion between Irish dancing and, and, and break dancing, right? And do a whole dance company. And I, I kind of put an advert out there and I started to recruit all these street dancers and break dancers and Irish dancers. Now, in my day, when I graduated as a dancer, you, et, you lapped up every opportunity you could. You worked your way up and you got the contracts and you kind of built yourself up till you got known. Unfortunately, by the time I got the phone call telling me I've got the job without auditioning, I was already very injured by then, and I lost that part of my career. And obviously, as an artist, as a dancer, as a speaker, we all aspire to that phone call. Look, you don't need to audition. Show up here. This is the pay. Um, when I put that company together, I noticed that the approach, for right or for wrong, was you know, what you're paying, what you're paying. And I'm like, this is a project. I want to get us on the X Factor. Sorry, Britain's Got Talent. You know, I want to build it up and go that way. But I found it a lot harder than when I was around to entice people into a vision versus getting paid. And I wonder if that's something you've noticed as well in the space you're in. And there's, there's nothing wrong with getting paid, but I've noticed generally there's much more of a you need to pay entitlement culture going on these days. Do you think that's true or not? No, I definitely think that there's a surge of self-entitlement. Uh, I don't mind. Obviously, I think every artist should get paid. Yeah. Every single artist should get paid. That goes without saying. What I don't agree with is overcharging or charging what you're not worth. Okay. And there's an element of integrity that goes behind that. Now, I believe you uh, when you put in the hours. Okay. I charge. And for some people, it's not affordable, like for photography or my concerts. And you should never have to negotiate your worth because what happens is now you're questioning your integrity and people will question the integrity. So the point I'm trying to make is with people that are overcharging, that haven't done anything in their life, I definitely take umbrage to that because the question, what have you done, okay, means a lot to me because I've put in the work. So this new generation, and I hate to say that, and I don't really care because I see it every single day. Well, they want to reap the rewards. Well, why am I getting this many streams? Or why am I not getting this performance? Or Manny, share your contacts with me. 
No, I'm not going to share your contacts. <laughs> my contacts are a direct extension of these robust relationships that took me years to build. You can't just hand something over to somebody because you're actually doing a disservice to someone because then they're going to be in for an even larger rude awakening when it comes. I don't want that. Instead, what I do is I offer a different perspective. I try to educate them because guess what? Those that want to learn, those that want to succeed will heed to my admonitions. Those that don't are very insecure. I don't want to deal with that anyway. You see my point? So educating people to understand the value of what it takes between the interim of obtaining a success and building that relationship is huge. And I don't think we're doing a great job. And believe it or not, it starts at home. Parents need to do a better job with their kids. They need to instill these values. And, well, I'm working all day. I'm working 24 hours. Yeah, so don't have kids. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> you need to be more responsible in rearing your children to let them understand what to expect, what value is, what appreciating value, what working hard to achieve something means. There's a huge value in that, and I think everyone needs to understand that. But so many people want to sidestep that part. They want to go over and leap right over it. I don't want that. I don't want anybody to fall on their face. That's why I started my podcast. When I lost my dad to COVID, he said, you want to do something great? Do something that will influence, educate, and empower the world. Contribute and make this world a better place than when you got it. And that's why I do the things that I do. And I do. I see that all the time. And by the way, Elliot, I'm, I wrote a book. It's being released. I guarantee it'll be a bestseller. And you could write that down today, March 21st, that I said that you're going to appreciate it. That's all I'm going to say. There's a little hint. You're going to appreciate it. And you're going to read it over does and it, over. Does it have a giraffe and, and in it? I'm not. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Gary Henderson, if you're listening. So yeah, I'm getting the word out there. But I trust me, you're going to totally appreciate it. That's all I'm going to say. That's, That's the only little hint that I'm dropping in there. And it's a generalized you know, it, it could be spread out and sprinkled in every facet, every sector of the world. As you know, I, I, I like to see everybody succeed. There's nothing that I like more than a good success story. But yeah, I think they, um, I think it is. It's a reverberating toxic narrative that you see all the time. You know, the tantrums. Um, every kid nowadays needs medication. I mean, uh, it, it's absurd to me. But listen, I'm not knocking physical therapy or I'm not knocking psychiatric help certainly not knocking medicinal uh, refuge, but dude, it, it's, it's overwhelming the amount of cases that don't need it. You know, when I was young, guess what? They gave me a bicycle, go outside and get rid of some of that energy, go run the lap, go play basketball, right? It's just different times. And I respect that, but there's certain things that we need to revert back in time with, right? Um, it, it's a great question. I don't have the answers to that. The only thing I could do, I could impress my knowledge and my own experiences to help society. And that, that's, that's the way I'm going to answer that one. Yeah, you reminded me something before I hand it to Jose and we go for a little bit of a break. Um, in Will Smith's book, he talks about when his, his Gigi found his rap book. He had a little book where he wrote his rhymes. And then mm. she, she didn't say anything. Do you know this? And she just left him a little message saying, Dear Will, something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing. Dear Will, um, we'd like to think that someone as intelligent as we think you are can use the words to uplift people and doesn't need to cuss, right? And then after that, he mm. talks about how, you know, he understood that with all his talent, he can really use it to uplift and use the language and the mm. words to, to so people sure. are better off hearing him. Sure. And then after that, he never cursed again in any of his, uh, in yeah. any of his rhymes, but it's due to Gigi. And you kind of remind me a little bit of that story. Jose, before yeah. we, we cut away for a little commercial break, you, you're doing your little nods and your little wobble. Well, there, there is plenty of nodding going on here because incredible insights. And it's a pleasure to, to hear you, Manny, as well. And Elliot, every now and then, he does drop a bit of you know, knowledge. <laughs> not, not as much as I would like him to, but there we go. <laughs> and that's I got to tell you, you know, as a testament to what you guys have done, that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to be on the show. I love comedy. I do. I love comedy. And I'm, I'm a big, by the way, Ellie, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, English drama, crime series, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Ricky Jarvis. I love that dry humor. So the relationship that you guys have, which spawns this great and engaging type of vibe, man. So I appreciate you guys just as much. So thanks for having me on. I just wanted to go out. It's you know, our pleasure, honestly. And 
it's so nice to hear, you know. And also, we, we almost have to sometimes warn our guests because I don't think they're always ready for our banter. Um, so sometimes we've had mm. guests, they've got like, you could just see at the beginning, like, what, what have I let myself into yeah. here? But you know what? That's who we are. Yeah. We're authentically, that's who we are. And uh, we're never going to take And I almost, I almost didn't special. do the show. You know, I, I almost couldn't do the show because I don't know if you know, I've been off the grid for five months. Everyone's like, Manny, is you all right? People are sending me letters if I'm okay. Hurricane Ida wipe away 25 years of my livelihood. Everything. Oh, no, yeah, Over $80,000 of equipment, podcast, music, photography, equipment, all washed away. But that's oh, another God. story. You know, um, we could get into that afterwards. It, it's something that it, it, need, it needed to happen. High in sight, everything is 2020. And sometimes things don't make sense when they do transpire. But months down the road, you know, that, that contrast in your life is certainly needed. Everyone needs to go through contrast to understand the clarity of when they see it, to, ter- to totally see the things that they desire, you know, and sometimes the universe gives you a little two by four, little cosmic two by four to make the change, <laughs> to make that transition or the pivot, if you will, when we're too afraid to do it ourselves. So I'll leave it at that. I love that. Let's do this. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Public Speaking Experts podcast. Remember to listen, subscribe, share. We do this every Monday and we want you to become great speakers. Elliot, the sound is so loud that I cannot even hear my voice, but there we go. I'll carry on. And today's, who is, who is sponsoring today's episode? For, for a moment, it's just like, ah! Oh, all right. So there we go, money. Like, Live to inspire Manny Cabo. Brother, you know, you're sponsoring the event. I'm sorry, it's lack of preparation from, from my end. What what would you like to shout out about? You mentioned the book. Is there anything else? You could do the podcast. Talk to us, brother, yeah, while we absolutely. carry on playing the song. Absolutely. Well, you know, anything and everything that has to do with Manny Cabo, just go to mannycabo.com. I've got the brand new book coming out within another month or so. It'll be everywhere. I'll be doing some book signings the whole night. I'm really excited about that. Um, new music, obviously new music's a big deal. It's always been a part of my life for the next up and coming months. I've been working on that. The podcast is in the top 1% best music interview podcast in the world. So please rate, review, subscribe, help me help my ecosystem of amazing artists. You know, uh, we've got so many top tier artists, Grammy award winning producers, best selling authors, you name it, contributing their time. And I put my heart and soul just to keep, you know, my ethos inspired. And, and finally, I joined uh, uh, Gary Henderson and his incredible, his, his incredible brain over at the Giraffe Tower. Uh, it's essentially a community for creatives. If you're a creative, this is exactly the space. So, uh, you know, I recommend you guys go visit, you know, GiraffeTowerNFT.com. Find out more about it and uh, ask me any questions that you want. Discord server, the whole nine. So, yeah, great things happening right now. It's a lot of work, I will tell you that, but I'm really excited. It, it's fun and it's a relief to finally be able to find a community that you can triple down all of your efforts on, you know, especially after this brutal year that I've had. Yeah. So thanks for that. Listen, people check out Manny Cabo. He's sponsoring, he's here, he's sharing his wisdom, his knowledge, his insight. So make sure that a you take note, but B make sure you send some love, like subscribe, listen to the podcast, buy his book, check it all out because we want him to -hmm. carry on his incredible work. So let's, um, Let's quickly dive into the last year, if you're happy to go there. Sure. I'll start off with, a, with a, a reframe that someone gave me recently, and I wonder, you've clearly done a reframe. So down the road from where I live, there's, there's, a one, there's a singular lane that you can go up or down, and I drop my kids off to school. And obviously, if a car comes from the other direction, one of you has to back, go all the way back. And the general rule, if you're three quarters of the way up, the person who meets you has to back you know, the person closer to the top has to back. So I was three quarters of the way up and this big van was coming down and I was dropping my kids off to school. And so I'm like, could you, I signal, could you go back? And he's like, you go back. He's like, could you go back? He's like, you go back. So anyway, I get out the car, it's raining. And I approach the guy. I'm like, listen, I don't want an argument. I really don't. All I want to do is get my kids to school. The general rule is if you're closer to the top, you reverse back. He's like, it's just as close for you. I'm like, actually, if you look, it's not. And I'm not here to argue, 
right? So are you going to move back? And he starts winding up the window and he goes, no. And I said, listen, I'm going to sit here till you move, right? I know exactly what I was doing. He's like, you'll be late. I'm like, I can handle my kids being late for school. Can you handle being late for work? And I got in my car and I sat there calmly and I waited and I waited. And then behold, behind me turned two, three more cars that he's now blocking. So what did he need to do? He needed to reverse back. When I was talking about this, so then again, when I drove past him, I wasn't rude. I was like, thank you very much. I just like, you know, I wasn't like F you and I wasn't any of that. Right. And then I was speaking to this with my coach and I was telling about the story. I was like, you know, where am I? What's going on? Because I've had a couple of like these kind of run-ins. And she said, actually, what happened there was you're three quarters of the way up and the universe was telling you that sometimes you need to say what you need to say, do what you need to do and just wait for backup. The universe has got your backup. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is such an incredible reframe. (laughs) And then since then, I've been reminding myself that, you know, when things are quiet, when things aren't happening, just wait for backup. The universe has got your back. So, Manny, although it's not. 25 years of my life wiped out (laughs) right nowhere near what you've experienced tell us kind of you know obviously what's the the hurricane wiped your everything took everything Mm. away right so tell us how you reframe that to become a something that's moving you forwards sure Absolutely. Great question. And that's one of the the questions actually that I I juggle and entertain every single day because, I mean, if you think about it, you want to talk about vulnerability. You know, that is one episode of my life, a chapter that as much as I would like to just rip out of the book and throw it out, quite the contrary. It's one of those chapters that I reread and reread, you know, brings back that sense of humility because when I'm sitting in this studio that was once filled with 12 feet of water. You know it's bad. Okay. You know I'm uh, I'm an artist. I am in the entertainment space and I love my media attention. But you know when TV Al Jazeera and the Associated Press um Associated Press are in your house interviewing you for damages, that can't be good, right? And I joke about it. Of course it could have been so much worse because four people perished literally 200 feet away. I literally had FEMA canoes up and down my street, right? Everything was floating. Three cars were totaled. It was pretty devastating. But as I sat there that night, honestly thinking that I had to get helicoptered out, you know, told my wife to sit down. Everything's going to be all right. She's like, babe, this doesn't look good. And, you know, I have to be the rock of Gibraltar. Remember, I just lost my dad. I had lost another authority figure in my household. So they see me break down. It's just a little snowball effect. So I said, everybody, take it easy. We're going to be all right. We have a second floor. Worst case, we have third. We'll be all right. So reassuring them is okay. But I didn't focus on the void. After the fact, I didn't focus on what I didn't have. I didn't focus on everything that I lost. Of course, it hurt. It was right here in the back of my mind. But what I did was I implemented the power of gratification. Now, at this junction, you're probably like, what the hell could you possibly be grateful for? The fact that I'm still here, man. I'm alive. With life comes possibilities. My family was still here. My house was still here, at least part of it, but we could always rebuild. So the point I'm trying to make it, if you focus on the void, if you continuously focus on the lack, right, that energy that you're exuding, you're going to get more of that. And it didn't take a hurricane for me to realize that. What it did was it gave me a smack in the face and said, Manny, don't forget that. Just a reminder. This is a cleansing for you. That was this whole process. It got rid of everything that I needed to get rid of to tell myself my materialistic things, my equipment, all that stuff, they don't define who I am. I define it. Those are just tools that I use to get my word out into the world. I can rebuild that. So people need to start focusing on their internal message. Peace is an inside job, people. You can't rely on things and people to keep you happy. So if that was anything that I could use for the rest of my life, that helped me and gave me that clarity to remind myself that peace comes from in here. That's why I meditate. You should be able to be happy with nothing, with with a box. Ever have a conversation with a homeless person? who's unfortunate, 
they don't feel those pains. They're happy to be alive one day, you know, as much as their struggles are, you know, it kind of brings life back into in check, right? It keeps you in check. I suggest you have a conversation with a homeless guy, you know, help him out, buy a cup of coffee. The perspectives that people offer you sometimes are mind boggling. Things that we worry about. I'm like, are you serious right now? But yet it happens. So I'm grateful that it did happen to me because it gave me the self-awareness that there's a bigger world out there than me and my little, you know, pieces of equipment and peripherals that I use. When you're alive and you have life and you give gratitude that you're breathing, because my dad on his deathbed, I didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. He couldn't breathe the last week. I wake up every day. I take the deepest breath and say thank you. So we need to shift our perspective on what's truly important in life. That's step number one. And in a situation like yours, you're a better man than most people would have done. You know, I probably wouldn't have even taken it that far. I would have been like, you know what? I got time. I'll back up. You know, I'm a much bigger person than this. That's nonsense for me. But you're, the way that you handle it isn't necessarily wrong. You had your perspective, right? Because the universe does back you up. And the universe loves a stubborn artist. And I'm as obstinate as they come. <laughs> so, yeah, It's man, not so typical so, for me, by the way. That's not a typical response I know. of mine. I was just about to say that. I was, I yeah. was like, well, that doesn't seem like it's your demeanor. But hey, all right. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's interesting. So, yeah. No, what an interesting. Did, did you, tip, did you tiptoe your way around the situation? Let me see what I did there. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Let's <laughs> over to you, my man. Oh, people, I'm, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving this chat. And that's true, Elliot, I, I wouldn't have thought of you in that way. But then, you know, sometimes it's good. I, I find that for myself, if I put myself in your shoes, it's a bit of a stretch as well. It's a bit mm. of a healthy confrontation. How can I deal with this instead of just, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking backing up. I usually have this conversation with people, with my wife. She doesn't like confrontation. And then she thinks mm. because I'm Latin American, I'm always after a fight. And I say to her, no, I don't want to fight. Even though I do get upset fairly quickly, now compared to before, I mean, I'm an angel, right? But I, I say to her, look, I want to express, I don't want to go leaving that I haven't shared, or I haven't expressed myself. So at that point, I'm going to find the best way to share what's going here, what's mm -hmm. going through here, because then that will have an impact, not just in myself, but on the other person as well. And we haven't discussed this, but that person in the car, who knows? If he decided to take a learning, there might be something for him to take away. You know, I don't know. but in the end, we, we don't control yeah. we don't control the reactions in other people and things like that. But I'm, I'm yeah. loving the conversation. And my point was going to be around this as well. All of that resilience. How do we bounce back? Because life is full of yeah. uncertainty. You never know what you're going to do. And your story, Manny, Elliot's story as well. I think money's kind of trumps. Yeah, somehow. absolutely. No, of course. But it's not, it's not about, you know, as we like to say the I competition know. here, you're worth sharing from, you know, your latest experience. Have you overcome that? And it is so powerful, the level of flexibility here, Manny. And I, I want to ask, I mean, what is it that you think about when you find, when, whenever something comes your way, whatever that is in life, mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you do with it? How, how do you... How do you deal with these circumstances? You kind of explained already. I'm interested in the way you think about those things as they're happening. Yeah. Well, first of all, action breeds inspiration and not the other way around. I took action on it. I took action on what's, what made sense to me. And with every step that I took, right, it built more motivation. Now, I'm smart enough. I educate myself. You know, I see, I, I've read a zillion books on understanding the brain. But not everyone else's brain, understanding my brain first to secure myself, right? So situations where you incorporate uh, other worldly experiences from other people. And I just tally up information and knowledge. How did someone, why did they react to this? And why did they respond to that? So I think it's a matter of recognizing that we're all different. You know, we're all different. We all have different perspectives. We all have different solutions, way of thinking of things. And that's a beautiful thing. We need to embrace that a little bit more. Now, I, I, there's this one quote uh, that Tupac said, you know, I don't wish any ill will on anybody, right? I want everyone to have a full plate of food, right? They just don't have to sit at my table. So <laughs> I, I like to remove the toxicity from my life. 
Let you be you, Elliot. You can do whatever you want. You can go scream whoever you want. Jose, you want to just do backflips and just keep criticizing me for being who I am. That's great, too. Right? I still show love and compassion. Now, there's a certain, you know, uh, border that you don't cross, you know, when it becomes life-threatening. I get that. But that's usually an extreme situation. That very rarely happens. But we need to live and let live, man, uh, in, in situations like that. But it takes work. It's like everything. You got to do the work. So it helps me get to that next level. First of all, I take action on it. And with every step, that breeds more inspiration to continue to understand. And you'll realize that, again, if you follow your truth, if you come correct, like you said, Elliot, the universe will conspire for you. And it'll start putting these pieces in place for you that you never thought. So belief, consistency, always is, is that combination that has helped me. I believe everything is going to work out. I segment and tend my entire day. When that was happening, I just got to work. I said, you know what? I intend to have an amazing day. You know, w- when I'm brushing my teeth, I intend to have an amazing bathroom experience. I intend to, uh, before I read a book, before I did this interview, I said, I intend to have an amazing interview with Jose and Elliot. I intend to have the words come out flawlessly, engaging, good heartfelt dialogue. You see, we need to do that a little bit more. We need to be aware of our segments of the day to more or less predict the outcomes that you desire. You know, we stay in that space, positive things happen. That's how I handled that whole situation. For five months, every day, I said, don't worry about that. Everything will always work out. And guess what? It worked out. Because I expect it. But you have to have the belief. And again, it's hard work. But if you believe, again, you achieve. And you have to attach your emotional value to it it's not just visualizing something the whole element of manifestation it's a garbled scenario there you can't just be like oh yeah i want that rolls royce phantom boop and it's going to appear (laughs) absolutely not if you think (laughs) that that's impossible but if you visualize it if you speak about it as if you already own it if it's already in your possession right and you attach that heartfelt emotion that you know it's going to happen and this goes with any aspect of your life you'll be all right things will start to manifest for you just need to chill out and let things happen. Everyone's like, everyone's, they want that sprint. And life is not a sprint, man. It's a marathon. You have to maximize every day, of course. But take your time with it. You know, indulge in, in, in the intricacies and the beauties of life. Take time to smell the damn roses, man. I do. When I'm inundated at work and I have a headache building, I go outside in fresh air and just take five minutes to yourself. You owe it to yourself. We owe that to ourselves. And when people, check this out. Nobody cares about your opinions, Jose. Nobody cares about your opinions, Elliot. You know what they what? like? As long as their opinions are coming out of your mouth, that's what they care about. Think <laughs> about that for a second. That's what they care about. So if you allow that, then shame on you. When people's opinions and emotions pay my bills, maybe I'll shift my focus on that. But until then, it's not going to disempower me, you know, because my dad always said, listen, if it costs you your peace, it's way too expensive and you can't afford it. Move on. And that's, that's what I've upheld all these years. And it's applicable to every area of your life. That's, that's brilliant. That's we so, we brilliant. so need the mic drop. Yeah, buddy. I mean, I could, I could listen I'll to you, Manny, for, for days. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, you could listen find, to his podcast the mic and then you could Plop. listen for days. What is your podcast called, Manny? Yeah. Before we wrap this up. Mojo for Musicians. There you go. There you go, Jose. Listen to Mojo for segment. Musicians and you can listen to him all the time. Yeah, please want. take a listen to it. Like I said, I, I put my heart and soul into it. There's a new segment now because I want to showcase artists. It's called the Limelight Lounge where it's not a 45-minute, 30-minute episode. It's more 15 minutes where I get to showcase the artists, play their music, talk about their hardships, how they overcame because it's all about offering value, isn't it, right? If you want yeah. you want something successful, offer value. Like your guest, I'm humble that you had me on the show. I have a lot to offer. But, you know... I'd like to think I bring value to a show, but that comes with a lot of work. You, you guys put implement your work to put together your own successful podcast, which it is. That's why I'm here. So right. it, 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 it all works hand in hand, man. You know, we got to uplift one another. Absolutely. So, you, you know, just before you know, we wrap you know this what up, we call it this episode. What? Well, the this thing episode? is, I mean, you, you interrupted as I, as I was about to drop the line that you interrupted, so you broke the flow. Thank you very much, okay. Elliot. He's Let's got, rewind. He's got Ready? That, you know, Ready? That thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Rewind. Oh, man. This is great.
And I even forgot the question. It wasn't a question. I that just wanted to question. drop. And the thing is that we go, no, it wasn't. Oh, you're going to interrupt me again. There we go. So rewind again. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that we, that we call this episode speaking from the heart. I mean, buddy, you are the living example of speaking from the heart. I mean, Manny, what a powerful human being, brother. I, I don't That's want to true. ask any more questions. I just want to go... Whereabouts are you right now? Are you still in? Are you still in Puerto Rico? Are you in the states? No, 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 no. To I'm here. I'll give you a hug. Yeah, no, I would love that, bro. You guys come over here and have un poquito de gandules con arroz, empanadas. I'm here in, in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Empanadas. Yeah. Woo-hoo. All right. Yeah. Empanadas. Absolutely. <laughs> so what we're gonna ask you? Yeah, to yeah, well, my Latin background. Manny, in a second, you know, best British accent. I want you to give your big message <clears throat> to all our listeners. What's their takeaway? Do you want to leave them if they heard nothing else? But this section, what is your... I want you to do in your famous British accent. Oh, yeah. All right. You want MC Anger? Let's do MC Anger. Let's do it. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can get on. All right, people. Listen up, people. I've got one advocate thing. I'm really... It, it like... I flare up like a hemorrhoid when I talk about this. If you've got an appointment at 8 o'clock, right? Don't get there at 8.05. That means you're late. You're not going to get the job. You know what I mean? Get there quarter to, get there half to. Make be mindful of that, people, because if you don't, you don't respect them. You don't respect yourselves. It makes perfect sense. Get there on time. Bloody hell! <laughs> there we go, and do the work. I love do the reps. Work. Yeah, do people look the at work. you like you're daft, but you're not daft. You're responsible, mate. Just do the work. Amazing. (laughs) Okay, so listen, Manny, when people want to reach out to you, when they want to connect with you, they want to follow you, they want to listen to you, give us a plug one more time, and then we'll wrap up the show. Absolutely. Everything and anything that has to do, go to mannycabo.com. My podcast is there. My music will be there. My photography is there. And uh, join the the Giraffe Tower, giraffetowernft.com. We're all giraffes. You're all creatives. I want want a giraffe in your... uh, uh, Meta Wallet too as well. Trust me, you'll know about that soon enough because it's coming, people. The metaverse is here. NFTs are here. Web three is here. Jump on board now. That's it. Amazing, amazing. Jose, last words. People, listen to this episode over and over again. Take action. Money has shared so many powerful and deep insights. Do the reps. That's the one. Do the reps and keep on keep on changing your perspective. I mean, look for an angle that serves you more and more and more and keep on doing it daily. And I love I love that element of trusting the universe, trusting the process. It's so powerful because on a daily basis we're doing so many things that we don't really know whether they're gonna land, where they're going to land, if they're gonna work, but believe that what you're doing on a daily basis is definitely going to pay off. Amazing episode. Yeah. Thank you so much, Manny. And carry on speaking your greatness. Thank you for coming. We wish you all the success in the world and we'll see you very, very soon, my man. Thank you again for sharing your wisdom, your insight, your knowledge and your golden nuggets with our community and our speakers. Have a great day. Till next time. Don't only be a great speaker, but... Always speak your greatness, Mania. Thank you so much for the song as well. You've been listening to the Public Speaking Experts Podcast with Elliot Kay and Jose Ucar. Follow us on Instagram and join us next week for even more. Remember to always speak your greatness. (laughs) Subscribe, rate, and comment.